This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. On today's show, the guys are talking about things to think about before you head to a conference. We've got that and more up next on EduTech Guys. You're listening to the EduTech Guys, edutechguys.com. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm David Henderson. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. Yeah, thank you so much. Tuning in, turning on, downloading, grabbing the episode. Grabbing right between the episode. The, oh, sorry. Hey, listen, uh, don't forget to check us out on the web, www.edutechguys.com. You can also find us. Just go out to Google, type in edutechguys, E-D-U-T-E-C-H-G-U-Y-S, and you're going to find us there smiling back at you. Our big, smiling, emoji-like faces. <laughs> big, smiling, cherub. <laughs> cherub Middle-aged, <laughs> fluffy faces. Fluffy. Looking right back at you. That's right. Yes. Hey, it's going to be a great show today. Uh, it's just us. So you're stuck with us for the next hour and 72 minutes. No, that's two hours <laughs> and 12 minutes. But either way, you want to look at it. We don't do math. We don't, we don't do math. None, none of the math. The maths. That's right. We don't do maths. <laughs> so, as I say, across the pond. That's right. Yes. Or, or, or like we'll do the, uh, we won't do, but we could do the Louis C.K. routine, his little bit on being a math teacher. Boy, we're just hitting all the controversial we are, we're names. We're doing it, aren't we? <laughs> we're throwing them out there, boys and girls. Might it's as well. It's 2022. It's time for a new year. Yeah, up next, an R. Kelly song. Here we go. No. <laughs> it's like we're just hitting all, <laughs> hitting all the... Who else can we take off? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, actually, we just got back from Misty a few weeks ago uh, yeah. in New Orleans. Had a great time. Time, interviewed some wonderful people, uh, had a really great chance to catch up with some faces we haven't seen in person in a while. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. Um, and we learned a lot of things, uh, especially um, some of the same problems that were happening at the last ESD before the pandemic are still some of the same problems in education <laughs> that we have today. Yeah. Yeah. So one of those things was uh, we we just noticed over time we we always talk about why you know why do kids want to do this and stuff like that. But here's a great one for you. Why do you go to a conference? Yeah. 
because we notice that a lot of people, ISTE and FETC and TCEA and all the big ones, you know, uh, probably BET, BET and all those over BET, <laughs> BET, the, over in, in just all the big ones, they, uh, we notice that a lot of administrators and teachers go without a plan or an agenda. Yeah, they just kind of, uh, it's, and it's, it's really weird to me, um, they just kind of go Hoping to learn something, I guess. I don't know. Hope, hoping I think it's to like bring Disney World. I'm just going to ride all the rides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very akin to that. Yeah, yeah just, and it's, it's, and I, and I feel like that's what puts us in the predicament that we wind up in when we get back to our respective schools is teachers come from these big conferences and they have this grab bag full of goodies and they just start, you know, throwing out stuff yeah and and not not to say that when you go to a conference uh that you have you know necessarily have to have every thing that you think you're possibly going to learn planned down to the minute no i mean you still want to leave yourself open but you know building off of the amusement park uh, you know thing that we got going here you know even when you go to the amusement park you still got certain things you want to do there's certain rides you want to ride there's certain uh, foods that you want to eat right there's certain things you want to experience that should be the exact same when you're going to a conference. You, you got to have at least some kind of a plan or at least some of the highlights that you want to make sure that you come away with. Yeah, and I think that's what doesn't happen. And when it doesn't happen across the board, especially with administrators, when they go every year to these larger conferences, administrative conferences, ISTE, big ones, and they, they see the next silver bullet and they get that in their craw and they come back with it. Um, you can't go to a place without an agenda. And, and I think that that's what happens. I, I noticed a lot after ISTE this year, there's so many educators throwing out all this new stuff they're going to try when had you gone to look for something specific to feel, fit a need, you mm-hmm. know, fill a problem, fill a hole that you already have. I think you get more out of it. Now, I'm not saying with you like you. Yeah, you should go to, you know, if your agenda is to go to the the uh, to the, the, the vendor floor and get as much tchotchke as you can fill up bags <laughs> right. with it. Rock on. I mean, that's 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 an agenda. But I think when they go and, and they just start looking at stuff and looking and looking without really going in, you know, I'm going to go in and find a better way to present on Chromebooks to my kids. I'm going to go and find a better way to teach math as, you know, have a, a, a backup application or a website or service app that's going to, you know, enhance mathematics or reading. I think if you go in that way, you, you're better off. And I just noticed a lot of educators don't do that. They just go in willy nilly and then they come away with just overwhelming amounts of information. Well, and and to the point that there's so much information and, and yeah, sometimes uh, depending on what kind of person you are when you grab all this information, if you're somebody who kind of filters through it and picks out a nugget here or there from each of those things and focus on those, then you're kind of making a, an agenda kind of after the fact. Um, but a lot of times it's just there's so much and it's information overload and you just you don't you end up not knowing what to do with it so ultimately at the end of the day you end up doing nothing with it yeah so i tell you what we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to help you out we're going to give you a nice list of five things you can do when you go to a, a conference workshop to kind of help you get that agenda prepared before you get there and try to stick to it when you're there so we'll be right back after this
Are you using Soundtrap for personal use, recording podcasts, making music, and more? More importantly, are you using Soundtrap in the classroom? Soundtrap for the classroom is amazing, allowing students the ability to create music, podcasts, audio for their projects, and so much more. Check out Soundtrap now at Soundtrap.com. Welcome back to the Edge of Tech, guys. We're really excited to share with you our top five things you should do before you head to the conferences. Whether it's state, regional, local, national, you name it, we have some ideas for you. And now we'd like to tell you these are just our suggestions for how we like to handle when we go to conferences. And starting off the list at number one is the pre-plan. Always pre-plan before you go. Now, we're talking about starting in August, even the summer. If you've already gone to some conferences and you're starting over, start making that list of what you're looking for what you're looking to get out of because you might find that you don't need to spend thousands of dollars to travel to say Philadelphia for the next ISTE you can maybe go right down the street to a regional or a state conference and get exactly what you need or you might find one that's just as big as ISTE TCEA FETC California's Big Tech Ed Conference heck go to London go to BET the British Educational Technology Conference you might find it there so the pre-plan is a really big deal of kind of getting all your stuff together and finding out what you're looking to do you know maybe up to December, you know, then then you can go ahead and schedule for your conference. Yeah, absolutely. And then once you've got that scheduled in there, uh, one of the things that you want to do is formulate your itinerary. And, and essentially what we're talking about is, so with the pre-planning, you're getting the general idea of what you want, right? Well, the itinerary part of that is, you know, finding, you, you found a conference, it's got the stuff, so let's get nuts, you know, soup to nuts. What are we doing? So uh, I, w- I would say uh, try to schedule out your days as best you can. Now, uh, your days are going to get filled up with all kinds of things. You know, you might want to visit with your friends or you may get invited to one of the vendor, you know, after party things or whatever. Right. Um, But during the day or, or it really as much time as you feel like you need to plan. You want to plan your sessions out, but also you want to make sure you do things like uh, when during the conference, are you going to hit the vendor floor and get the tchotchkes, visit with the vendors, talk about the things that you're wanting to know more about? You need to schedule that in because I can tell you, if you don't make it part of your itinerary, it will pass you by before you realize it. And then it's time to go home and you're like, oh, I totally forgot to do X, Y or Z. Yeah, and the key to that is number three, stick to the plan. Now, it's hard to stick to the plan. Trust me, I shop Walmart, and I go in for bananas and milk, and I come out with $385 worth of stuff I didn't need. So, well, bananas and milk. Bananas and milk, <laughs> and ice cream to go with the bananas, and chocolate to go in the ice cream, and you know, bread for the sandwiches I'm going to eat before the ice cream. Anyway, so you, you get the drift, and the bug zapper that I didn't need, but was on sale in the middle of the aisle. <laughs> the Promethean board and the flip grid. And, you know. Yeah, really, right? But no, seriously, um, that's the big one is sticking to the plan. Now, now, no one can stick perfectly to the plan because something's going to surprise you that you didn't plan on that's not in the agenda, that's not in the schedule or the, the list of sessions. But sticking to your plan is going to be a big deal because you're going you're gonna to thank yourself afterwards and making sure you hit your stuff. And if you stick to the plan, then that gives you the opportunity to, say, have three freebies that inside your plan you can go, I've got three freebies to use that I'm going to make a decision not to go to this session, but I'm going to split up between two sessions or I'm going to instead 
instead go to this other session. Um, but give yourselves kind of, you know, a, a get out of jail free card uh, a couple of times, you know, the Uno card that gets you everything you need so that you can, uh, you know, stick to the plan, get done what you have there. You know, the idea is to go to the conference and have an agenda mm-hmm. so that you are accomplishing what you set out to do. You're going to have to bring this back to your district. That's one thing that your educational entity is going to ask is, what is this going to do for you? But what's it going to do for us? Right. So you got to think about that all the way back to step one, which is the pre-plan, and especially step two, your itinerary. You need to schedule in some stuff um, for your district, for your educational cooperative, your service agency, whatever you're representing. You need to put that in there. Well, because, then, oh, oh, go ahead. No, that's all right. Well, I was just going to say along those lines, uh, when you when you're st- when you're sticking to your plan, and and you already know ahead of time that you've got to bring stuff back. You're going to be bringing stuff back to the district, whether it's ideas, concepts, things you've learned, whether it's actual things in your hand that you're bringing back. Um, one of the suggestions we have, and this is number four, is review each evening. So each evening, just take some time. You don't have to put a whole lot of time into yeah. this, but you know, just spend a little bit of time, kind of deep briefing about the day. What are some of the big aha takeaways that you remember most about that day at the conference? That day at the in in the vendor booth, that day in the uh, you know at, at the after party, you know mm-hmm. you got to talking to somebody and holy cow, little did you know, you know they they actually have addressed a problem you are currently working on just by this chance meeting of being at this place. So, so, and you want to, and you want to take notes on that. Uh, we're old school. So you might say, write it down, whatever, put it in your notes, whatever it is, get the voice recorder on your phone. Just make a note of some of the things that are your takeaways each day. If you wait more than a day, then by the end of the next day, you've already forgotten what happened the first day. So well, you know, and a good thing for reviewing in the evening is that your plans may change. You might have learned something that day that you did not expect, so you can modify your itinerary for the next day. I mean, a good plan is one that can be modified. I mean, Sully never planned on landing that jet in the middle of a, of a, of a river after a bird strike. You know, I don't think that's one of the things they probably <laughs> talked about. But, um, you know, that's one of the things you should always be doing is be ready for that evening review to prep for, I didn't know this was going to happen, and now we're going to do it, much like the FAA does now for, hey, this is Sully's deal. We're teaching you what happens if you got to land in a river. So you know, it's one of those deals. <laughs> now, the best part is you do this conference, you have a great time, you bring home lots of tchotchke, you bring home stuff for you, you bring home stuff for your school, you bring home ideas, you, you're refreshed, you're ready to teach, you're ready to do this whole thing. Well, guess what time it is? It's the post plan for next year. A great time to plan for next year is right after it happens. It's like you, when you take that summer vacation to the beach house or you go to the lake or you go camping for that one thing you do every year with your family. And at the end of it is the best time to go. And it, when it always happens, you say, we need to remember next year to bring blah, blah, blah. We should have brought two watermelons and extra forks and blah, blah, blah. The best time to do that is right then. So you have this opportunity in your post plan for your conference is to go ahead and say, you know, I didn't accomplish this based on my plan, my itinerary, what happened, and I didn't find this. So next year, or it didn't fit the bill. Now, that's the other part. It, well, I thought it was going to work, but it didn't flip the fit the bill, flip the bill. <laughs> Sorry, Microsoft. And um, uh, But that's, uh, you know, 
the post planning is a really big deal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, so you're going to take, hopefully, you take uh, all of these, each of these, however they apply to you, just some food for thought, these five different things to consider when you are looking at heading out to a conference the next time that's on your agenda. Welcome back uh, to the Edutech guys, and it's that time again. You know what time it is? It's the Edutech tip of the week. Thank you, David. That was beautiful. Don't forget to tip your waitress. David will be here all oh, for the next four minutes of this podcast. So, listen. The Edutech tip of the week this week comes from uh, our, our good friend at Class Tech Tips, Monica Burns. Yes. Yeah. It's a uh, seven Google Calendar tips for teachers, and um, I tell you what, we'll just go right down these bad boys. You know, um, one of the cool things about it is. And this might sound, some of you might go, well, those aren't so super tips, but I promise you, for some of, some of you, it is. You can access your calendar in Gmail. So um, now most of us know that kind of stuff, but a lot of people don't realize that and how the two are integrated so easily to bounce back and forth between the two inside Google. Um, also, how you can quickly create a new event. A, a new event. A new event. Man, I hope if I could read. That's one of the problems. Uh, they've actually changed some stuff even since this post came out. They changed some things last night that it even looks more different than it did. The AI is now kind of looking at your other calendar and the time of day, and it comes up with suggestions so that you can quickly create an event, put a title in, pick a time, and it looks at the rest of your stuff and goes, well, you know, normally your events are hour long, and instead of making them 30 minutes, it'll make them an hour and stuff like that. So you can bop those bad boys out. This is a really cool one right here is uh, called uh, Type the Time. I think that one's a really neat one where you can open your calendar and click on the day you want the event to take place, then type in 2 p.m. meeting with, let's say, Monica. And the Google, Google Calendar will automatically set the event at the correct time. That's really cool. That's it's just amazing. like a it, it no really is amazing the stuff that, that Google has been able to do with all of their applications, but in this particular case with the calendar, to make it so much easier to use in plain language. You have to wonder at Skynet, I mean Google, what they're thinking there <laughs> yeah. as they're building this AI you know, to, to prepare for world dominance. I mean uh, helping us get through our days. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you will comply. So, <laughs> the cool part is, just like with everything with Google, you can search your calendar. And it's so funny to me how many people don't realize, they don't, you know, don't make that connection. You know, you've got the search bar in every application that is available inside Google Apps, not to mention you know, just the regular search bar, but inside the Google apps themselves, you can search for the stuff you're looking for, whether it's in calendar and you're looking for a particular event or at, on a particular day, or whether it's in your email and you're trying to find an email that, you know, you know, it was uh, about the uh, staff meeting, but you can't remember anything else. You can just search for the terms you're looking for inside the apps. Yeah, that's a really cool one. And it's Google. Search. Right, exactly. And it's it's yeah. a bread and butter. Hey, really cool one. It's been around for a while. I mean, it's always been there, but most people don't use it. And a good tip that Monica points out is color codes. You know, if you'll make the family blue or, you know, make work red or, you know, green for vacation time, color codes really help out when you're looking at your calendar just to see if you have free time. You like to see what's bouncing out there. So color coding is a really great one. Uh, another one is, is the using shortcuts, keyboard shortcuts. And um, we'll share out this uh, this link, but there's a there's a 
cool list of shortcuts that come straight from the Google Help, Help Center. So you just tap the numbers two and three on your keyboard and you can switch between months and things like that. So they've got some really cool keystrokes that'll work there to kind of bounce you around uh, the, the uh, calendar app, which is really awesome. And finally, the one that's kind of always been there, but it's one that most people don't realize is the ability to stretch and drag. So you can not only drag the time longer or shorter in the day for one of your appointments that have been created, but you can stretch it across multiple days if, say, that PD workshop needs to go for three days. You can now make it on Monday, stretch it across, and drag it down, and it's now every day from 3 o'clock until 2 in the morning. Which is, and you know, that makes that is so much handier than, you know, before when you'd put it in and you'd say, this repeats every day from eight to four, blah, blah. man, just put it in once, drag it across, and Google does the rest. Hey, listen, you can find all this and more at Monica Burns' website, classtechtips.com. It's C L A S S T E C H T I P S dot com. And thank you, Monica Burns, for those tips. Yeah, exactly. Hey, listen, uh, we hope you stay in touch with us. Visit us on the web. Just put at Edutech Guys. We're on all the social media, doing all the social media things from the click clacking to the toot talking and macking. So we're out there doing our thing and uh, we can't wait to talk to you and find out more about who you are. So write us, send us a video, tag us, tag you're it. Tag. Boom. <laughs> Listen, it's been another show. It has been. It has been another show. Hashtag another show. There you go. Um, hey, listen, I'm Jeff Madlock. It doesn't get much stranger than Stranger Things it on the Edutech Guys. I'm David Henderson. I'm number 11. We'll see you next time. You're listening to the Edutech Guys. EdutechGuys.com There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it, it all, all. But don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.